Your reasons for listening to this show, well, those are your own. But just keep in mind that the views, information, or opinions expressed on the Tuttle Daily Podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of our sponsors. Yeah, it's called free speech, people. Nobody's forcing you to listen. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are enjoying your day so far. Go to my website, Tuttle.net. The reason I'm telling you to go there is that I've been talking about this. I have been campaigning pretty much for about two weeks now letting everyone know that I want to be nominated for the Best of Orlando. It's a part of the Orlando Weekly competition that they have every single year. And they got a category uh, of Best Podcasts Not on the Radio. I've been telling you this. I really don't think I have a chance to win. I just want to be able to see my name up there with some of the other big podcasts because there are some pretty big podcasts in the Orlando area. Tom and Dan comes to mind, funny to informing, John and Chris. I've been on their show quite a few times. They've been on my show. So go to my website, Tuttle.net. There's a banner right there at the top that you can click on. It'll take you directly to the Orlando Weekly Best of Podcast, not on the radio uh, section. So it, it's very, very simple. Write me in, keep it uniformed, and put in the Tuttle Daily Podcast. So. When I'm always doing my show prep, looking for news stories and stuff, I always want to be able to find an audio version of the the story. Because, I mean, I, I work in an audio format, and I think it would just be better to, to hear an actual professional news report. And sometimes I just cannot find audio for stories. Now, I was able to find audio for this next story that I'm about to talk about. If you haven't heard about it, this weekend, China, they ended up sending up a rocket probably last week. And the, the piece is supposed to come down. You know, like Elon's got it all figured out. The, the boosters come down. They land on the barge. They land on the ground sometimes uh, here at the Cape. But China, you know, China, everybody says we got to be worried about China. They can't even properly get the booster back down. It was supposed to come down in a... Uh, I don't know, what do you what do you call it? A uniformed like landing, but now it, it they don't even know where the motherfucker is gonna crash at. So what I'm trying to say is I have a new news reporter that I'm gonna try out, but I actually have audio of this story and, and let's compare the two and I would love to get your opinion. You can leave me a voicemail, uh four zero seven two seven zero three zero four four. Once again, that is four zero seven. Two seven zero three zero four four, or you can leave me an email, Tuttle at gmail.com. Another Chinese spent rocket actually plummeted out of control just last year, raining debris and damaging some buildings in the African nation of Ivory Coast. Fortunately, nobody was hurt. Wait a minute. Hold on. So you're telling me this is actually not the first time that China has not been able to properly land one of the boosters? So are we as a world, when are we going to step up and, you know, like get kind of like a homeowners association 
when it comes to uh, planet Earth? Like, do we all need to step in and be like, hey, China, uh, maybe you shouldn't set off any more rockets until you guys can properly figure out how to safely land the, these damn things? Because you're raining down debris on an African village in the Ivory Coast. I mean, what the hell do you think those Africans were thinking? Oh, my God, it's raining space junk. Yeah, China. Get your shit together, people. As far as space junk goes, and there's a lot of it up above us, this one is enormous. I've talked about this a lot on this podcast, how it make me a program director of a news station or put me on the street. Not not like a, a, a hooker or anything. Put me on the street, make me an, a, a field reporter, and I will bring you ratings. Same thing goes with this podcast, all right? I this is not the normal podcast, but the new uh, newscaster that I've hired for the Tuttle Daily podcast is thinking outside of the box. I am thinking outside of the box, and I'm wanting to take a chance. I'm going to do something different and make the news entertaining. I ended up meeting a woman this weekend. I think she might be fifty. I, I, she might get pissed off and never read the news again for me uh, if I overshot the age. That's the last thing you want to do to a woman. But I met a woman from Macon, Georgia, and she calls herself the Queen of the South. She's actually <laughs> wears a rebel flag belt buckle, not belt buckle, but it has a rebel flag like imprinted into the leather. Yeah, you, know, you know, like I don't support the Confederate flag, or anything like that. But I also know that it's a part of history. And if a woman by the name Queen of the South, that, yes, that is the name of my new reporter. So she's going to be reading the news for me when I find news stories that I cannot find audio for. The reason that I played that for you is, I, you know, that, that professional piece of bullshit that I just played for you, it's bland. The guy's delivery is horrible. It's not interesting. But I, I, I got to tell you, I think that this is going to be groundbreaking for podcasting. And like I said, I would love to get your feedback. Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com or leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Here is the Queen of the South reading a report on the Chinese rocket that's going to be coming or hurtling towards Earth this weekend. Good afternoon. This is the Southern Queen reporting the news for Tuttle's podcast. I don't want the Queen of the South to be mad at me, but I'm just giving constructive criticism here. We, we, we got to work on the opening. Like, you can't say good evening because... People can listen to podcasts anytime that they want to. So I don't want to confuse people that are waking up in the morning and be like, it's not it's not evening time here. And and also to be able to say uh, Tuttle's podcast, it is the Tuttle Daily podcast. It's all about branding Queen of the South. So please don't get mad at me. I'm just giving you a little constructive criticism. Have I got a story for you? All right. On one hand, if I'm going to give constructive criticism, I got to give credit where credit is due. That tagline has to be used every single time that the Queen of the South does a news report for me. 
Have I got a story for you? Really negligent on China's part, Chinese rocket will crash to Earth this weekend, plunging at 18,000 miles per hour. A large, out-of-control Chinese rocket is going to smash into Earth this coming weekend, according to reports. See, this is why I fell in love with radio. You know, back in the day, you never, ever knew what the person looked like or sounded like what they were doing while they were speaking. But am I the only one that that gets the mental image of the Queen of the South sitting in a rocking chair with that stereotypical jug of moonshine with the triple X's on it? I, I, I gotta look that up. I've always wondered why they got XXX on those like uh, ceramic jugs that they keep moonshine in. And she's got a shotgun, like, laying in her lap in case the uh, tax man comes to try to take her land or something. And she's just reading, she's ripping and reading the report. That, that is the mental image that I have in my head when I'm hearing this report. The large Chinese rocket that is out of control and set to re-enter Earth's atmosphere this weekend has brought about an alarming but not unprecedented situation, reported CNN. I mean, no disrespect, Queen of the South, but I mean, you kind of sound like you would be like a Trump supporter. And for you to cite CNN, I know that had to hurt. Like, I, I could almost hear the pain in your voice having to credit CNN during this report. Also, listen, I, I know that you just on your phone uh, and and I use I gotta get I gotta get the Queen of the South a microphone that she can like use because I can I can hear the air conditioner running in the background. Maybe it's just because I have headphones in right now. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but I know that I can. But I also have very acute hearing, even though that I know that I'm gonna go deaf in the future, and it's not gonna be from smashing the oxycotton's like Rush Limbaugh did. It's just because I jack up my headphones every single time. The debris plunging towards Earth. All right, I know that you guys hate when I start and stop audio all the time, but her using the word plunging just gave me the greatest idea. Like, you know these people, they, they write these exotic news, exotic, erotic, God damn it, I'm an idiot, erotic, uh, like, sex fantasy stories. But her saying plunging, like, reminded me of those type of stuff. And that's another thing I'm going to have to get her to read. I want her to read erotic, uh, like, stories that people have written and posted online. Because her, her saying plunging, I, I imagine that's how my mom courted my dad back in the day in Brunswick, Georgia. Does not appear to pose a significant threat. With CNN reporting that Jonathan McDowell, an astrophysicist at the Astrophysics Center at Harvard University, saying, this is not the end of days. I don't think people should take precautions. The risk that will be some damage or not it would hit someone is pretty small, not negligible. It could happen, but the risk that it will hit you incredibly tiny, and so I would not lose one second of sleep over this on a personal threat basis, he said. See, listen, the Queen of the South sounds like a trusted news reporter, not one of these talking heads that is biased. She's just, she's laying it all out on the line right there for you. 
So you know what? Rest your head easy when you go to bed and not be afraid of some Chinese-like rocket crashing down on top of your house and killing you. Yeah, I'm sure the Queen of the South probably thinks that the Kung Flu or the China virus, you know, China's already come at it with this, and now they're trying to take us out with rockets. Good for you. This is, I'm, I'm telling you, this is some groundbreaking audio. There are much bigger things to worry about. The Pentagon haven't been tracking the Chinese Long March 5B rocket. According to a statement from the Defense Department spokesperson Mike Howard, the U.S. Space Command is tracking the rocket's trajectory, expected to enter our planet's atmosphere this weekend. According to Howard, the exact entry point into the Earth's atmosphere cannot be determined until just hours before the rocket enters Earth's atmosphere. We expect it to re-enter sometime between the 8th and 10th of May, and in that two-day period, it goes around the world 30 times. The thing is traveling at like 18,000 miles an hour, and so if you're an hour out at guessing when it comes down, you're 18,000 miles out and saying where, explained McDowell. The rocket was used by the Chinese to launch part of their space station last week. While most space debris objects burn up in the atmosphere, the rocket's size, 22 tons. I'm loving the delivery. I'm loving it. 22 tons. 22 tons is going to be coming down to Earth. Has prompted concern that large parts could re-enter and cause damage if they hit inhabited areas, added CNN. Daily updates on the location of the Long March 5B rocket can be found on Space Track website. According to The Guardian, this is not the first time China's space program have experienced this form of scientific disaster. Last time they launched a Long March 5B rocket, they ended up with big long rods of metal flying through the sky and damaging several bu buildings in the Ivory Coast. Okay, I don't know why everything that she reads, like, become sexual to me I, I i got to get her to read one of those erotic stories because her saying big long rods i'm just telling you my penis moved just a little bit when she said big long rod mcdowell said adding that while most of it burned up there were still enormous pieces of metal that hit the ground we are very lucky no one was hurt, commented McDowell. What's bad is that it's really negligent on China's part. Thanks more than 10 tons, we don't let them fall out of the sky and control deliberately, McDowell said. At CNET noted, space junk, discarded rocket, boosters, scraps of metal, and defunct satellites can remain in orbit for years, even decades. Listen, Queen of the South, I'm, I'm loving everything you're doing, so please do not take me making fun of you. Uh, this is, look, if I'm not making fun of you, that means I don't like what you're doing. Because I'm telling you, I'm getting a lot of content out of this. Because I, I automatically thought, the the way she's delivering the news, why more of these uh, rednecks, country people, aren't out there trying to uh, salvage some of this space junk that comes in? I mean, these rednecks and stuff, country country folks, which I'm one of them. All, all actually goes out and tries to scrap copper wiring all the time. You know how many times I read stories around Volusia County of people getting their ass burned up because they're trying to sell copper wiring 
that is live, that has actual electricity running through it, yeah, that, that's, that's, the, that's what I get from listening to the Queen of the South read this story. As we've launched more, Amer- more satellites into space, the problem has gotten progressively worse. James Blake, an astrophysics PhD student at the University of Warwick, studied orbital debris, said according to CNET. Don't forget to watch Tuttle's podcast at youtube.com backslash Tuttle. That's T-U-D-D-L-E. See y'all later. It's the Southern Queen. Go big or go home. I know that you cannot please every listener. You cannot please every supporter or anybody that listens to your content. I know some people are going to be like, Tuttle, please don't ever do that again. But there are also going to be some people out there that like what I just did. Thinking outside of the box, trying something different. You know, I've been working in the business for 22 years, and I I don't want you to think that I'm one of those hosts that does not like listen to the supporters of the content that he's putting out. But I would like to hear from you. In my opinion, with all the experience that I have in the audio format, I think it's fucking brilliant. But I still would like to hear from you. If you get uh, email at gmail.com or you can leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Going to take a quick break. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Great news, folks. You now have the chance to see the face in front of that sexy voice. Right you are, sir. The Tuttle Daily Podcast streams Monday to Friday on YouTube. Anything can happen at the Hobo Fish Camp. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, sir. That's enough. Okay. So go to youtube.com slash Tuttle. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that bell button so you're notified anytime Tuttle goes live. Good job, sir. Questions? Comments? Concerns? Compliments? Or do you just want to tell Tuttle to fuck off? In any event, contact Tuttle. Tuttle at gmail.com. It's uh, Tuttle with two Ds, dumbass. Alright guys, welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I've always told you I like to keep things lighthearted. I like to keep things funny. I don't like to bother you with my problems because I always feel like a part of my job is to entertain you guys and help give you just that little bit of an escape to forget about your own problem. But, you know, I found out today, before I was recording this podcast, that because my dad's no longer at the hospital, they, they discharged him, and they sent him to a nursing home, rehab facility. And I haven't seen him in almost a week because with all the nursing homes and stuff, the elderly here in the state of Florida, they they put people in like a two-week quarantine. And I haven't, I haven't seen him. But I, I, I found out today from the doctor that the prognosis of my dad's dementia 
I mean, they're they're not calling it Alzheimer's because uh, Alzheimer's is a progressive type thing. But found out that the prognosis of him getting back to normal is pretty low. They didn't give me a, a percentage or anything, but I could just tell. Now, the sad thing is, is like, I've, I've been trying to stay strong this whole entire time for my mom, for the family members and stuff. But this is actually the first time that I'm actually really having a hard time with this. Because it's, it is like he's already gone. But he's technically not gone. I, I, I posted a couple of weeks or a couple of weeks ago about, you know, I just wanted him to be able to say, I love you one more time. And I, 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 I finally did get that. I know a lot of people were telling me that, you know, the the nonsense and stuff that he was probably saying to you, he, that was him trying to say it back to you. But th- this just really, really sucks, people. Like the like I said, I I I told you I I was afraid that I was bottling all of this stuff up that it was going to be bad when 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 it finally does blow. You know, I I'm I'm keeping it together for this show, but man, I I'm I'm afraid when I get done recording today that it it's it's going to be a very shitty day. It it's it, it's just look, I I know that we all have to deal with that. You know, uh no matter what your race, creed, religion, whatever it may be, like the one thing that we all have in common, the one thing that we all, every single human being common, is that we are going to die one day. So I, I don't want you to think like, oh, I'm saying this is unfair, but it just, it just fucking sucks. You know that it's going to happen one day, but are you ever really prepared? Are you ever really prepared for that day to come? You're not, you're, 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 you're really, really not. It, it's, it's weird when you're a kid, you, you, you think, oh man, I got so much time. I, I, I have my whole life ahead of me. You, 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 you look at it and you're like, oh man, I can get to it tomorrow. I can do this. I can do that. And man, my nose is running out. Uh. And it's not because I did cocaine or anything. It's just because I'm kind of uh, in a bad mood right now. But but what I'm trying to say is that you you don't know or really think that it's going to happen until it does actually happen. And what I'm trying to say is with the the reason why this is bugging me so much today because I I've been pretty strong in my opinion, but to find out that. They're saying that my dad's not going to 
probably get back to the right state of mind is is very very disheartening because it, it's it's almost like he's already died but he but but he has it and i got and and i got to worry about mom like i i told you my my dad was very very smart bought all that land in the leon springs and they invested it and they they've done pretty well for themselves but this is absolutely going to bankrupt my mom because the insurance that they have i mean they're 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 wanting to kick my dad out of this rehab facility right now because he's being so combative to some of the nurses god i know this is unprofessional but it, it's real and i really don't give a fuck about me sniffling or or trying to suck the snot back in my nose so if you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself, really. If I, I really don't care. I don't mean that. But what I'm trying to say is, guys, just, you know, appreciate life. Because it, it is so finite in the grand scheme of things. That's why everybody talks about the, the older you get, it just seems like time goes by faster. And it does. Fuck. Teenage years seemed like they went forever. My 20s, yeah, they did speed up a little bit, but I, I had a blast. The 30s, man, 30s went by in a flash. And I'm afraid of what the 40s are, are going to hold for me. So... If you guys have any issues with family members, like squabbles or anything like that, fucking, fucking bury that stuff, man. Because you, you guys are all going to have regrets if you don't make peace with those people that are, that are in your family, the ones that maybe you thought have done you wrong. You you need to squash that before before it's too late because regret is one of the worst things in the world. And I'm I'm not saying that that is my case because my parents have been nothing but great to me. They've been supportive, and I've been trying to be the rock. But today, hearing that news, it 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 was like a big slap in the face. It made me realize that he's gone. Now, am I still holding out hope? Yes. Could he get better? Yes. But these these doctors, they don't live in that gray area. The, it's either black or white. So who knows? I I'm not. I don't. I don't need your prayers. I don't need your stuff like that. And I'm not trying to be rude or anything. I I'm really not. And I, I, I don't judge you guys that are religious. It's just, it's not my thing. It really isn't. It's your First Amendment right. Freedom of religion, freedom of press, freedom of speech. Yippee-yo. All that good stuff. But I, I, I just don't, I don't need it. Because if, if prayers work, 
then people would mysteriously get better all the time. You know, if God is in control of everything, then why, did, why, why does he allow so much suffering and pain? Because if there is a God that, that, that allows that to happen, you know what? He's the biggest fucking cocksucker that has ever lived or created us. And I'm sure that's going to get me a lot of heat. I'm sure a lot of people are going to hate me for that. It's just the way that I feel. I'm going to pull myself together, come back, and give you a great rest of the show. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Orlando Weekly. Best of Orlando. Write the Tuttle Daily Podcast in the category for best podcast not on the radio. Visit Tuttle.net where you'll find a direct link so you can't complain that it's too complicated. And if you don't live in Orlando, no problem. If you're a supporter of the show from anywhere around the world, you can vote too. Wish you could have just flown and had your vehicle arrive a day or two later so you can enjoy more time doing what's important to you? Well, you can. Just give Starfire Transport a call. Let the professionals do the driving while you're flying. Starfire Transport specializes in RV and auto transport. They'll also haul watercraft from boats to PWCs, cargo trailers, and more. Service available throughout the continental United States. So don't wait. Call Brian today at 574-349-4193 or 989-751-6106 for your next move. 10% off for veterans, past or present. Also, make sure to tell them Tuttle sent you for an additional discount. That's Starfire Transport. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. All right, guys, last segment of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Make sure you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Make sure you subscribe and hit that bell button. Because when you hit that bell button, it's going to alert you to any time that I go live or upload any new content. Matter of fact, I I uploaded, well, I did a live stream last night. And then I went out by the seawall and I I, I looked to my left and I was like, hmm, what the, is that a tortoise? It looked like a moving rock, but it was a young, like, armadillo, armadillo. He was he was right up on the seawall, and I was like, I, I hope he doesn't fall into the water. I don't even know if armadillos can even swim, but I I I posted that video. And if you don't know this, armadillos have some of the worst eyesight in the world. So like, if you move slowly enough, you can creep up on them. And I was actually able to get pretty close to that armadillo last night. Also. Uh, the Tuttle Daily Podcast is available on YouTube. All the shows that I do are available, but make sure you go to my uh, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Make sure to subscribe and hit that bell button so you do not miss any content. I want to get into this next story. I know that I, I said I wanted to keep things positive, but this is a positive story. Uh, this Major League Baseball player ended up trying to commit suicide a couple of years ago. So this is one of the reasons that I wanted to share this, okay? This this is what's going on in the United States of America. It, it's, it's become more of fuck guys' feelings. 
guys feel like they have to hold every single thing in, especially here in the South. Guys are not allowed to show their emotions because it is a sign of weakness. It just is. And if you want to debate me on that, I'll debate you on that all, all day long. Now, women, women are allowed to show their feelings. But when a guy does it, the women are like, oh, fuck, this guy's a pussy. And I think that is a bad way to look at things. It's definitely a bad stigma, in my opinion, because there's a lot of guys that are going through some deep, dark, depressing times, and they just don't talk about it because they do not want to look Week. Drew Robinson decided to go public with his story of mental health struggles and his attempted suicide in an attempt to help others who find themselves in a dark place much like he was. Now he's trying to make his major league comeback. It's an incredible story you just have to see to believe. One of the questions that I get all the time is, why did you share the info that morning? Because a lot of you guys don't know this. Like, I tried to hurt myself. I failed. I really did fail because the ceiling fan, you know, wouldn't hold my weight. It's not like I was a big fat ass back then. But I went into the radio show that morning on Bubba the Love Sponge. And there were two reasons why I talked about it. One, I wanted people to know what I tried to do. I wanted to be held accountable because I was afraid that I might try it again. Number two, I sucked it up. I went in. I talked about it because I was like, listen, uh, Bubba has a very, very large audience. What if just one person, one single person was dealing with depression, maybe dealing with something like I was going through and I could help? And that's why I shared it. And a lot of people thought that I overshared A lot of people thought I was a dumbass because it ended up getting me Baker acted and sent to the mental institution for almost 11 days. But I don't have any regrets talking about it. And I got to give this ball player all the credit in the world because he most likely is going to save some lives. Looking back, I realized I just enjoyed making people laugh. Once again, I know that you guys hate when I start and stop stuff. But I'm also wearing headphones, and I also have a good ear for things, and I'm also a big baseball fan, played all my life, played some community college ball, but whoever is throwing off the mound is throwing straight gas. Listen to the sound of the ball hitting the catcher's mitt, because this dude, if I had to guess, I mean, he is in the high 90s for sure. Seriously, people, it it sounded like somebody just got murked. Somebody just got shot by an assassin or a drive-by because that is a filthy-ass sound of the ball hitting the catcher's mitt. Give him a good moment in the day. Despite the happy-go-lucky exterior, for most of Drew Robinson's 28 years of life, he has struggled with mental health, something he's kept bottled up. I was just either on top of the world or on the bottom, and I, and I didn't understand why. And I remember always trying to figure it out, and that created a lot of frustration, 
for myself. Yeah, welcome to the world of bipolar manic depressive. Like, they put you on these drugs. They don't want you to be too high. They don't want you to be too low. But that's that's exactly how it is. You're either really, really high or really, really low. And the the comparison between the two just makes everything feel that much worse. It, it does. A lot of people do not realize or understand mental health here in the United States. Our, our mental health industry here in the United States is a fucking joke. It is a straight fucking joke. On the surface, he's a rare sports success story. Drafted straight out of Silverado High School before becoming a full-time ball player, bouncing between the minor and major league levels. But behind the scenes, Drew was depressed. He struggled to manage his mental health, at times even contemplating suicide. It kind of popped up to my head a little bit more than just a passive thought, and it really kind of like paralyzed me. It was just, it controlled me, whereas I was thinking about it a lot of times throughout the day and realizing that this is it was becoming a real possibility. On April 16th, 2020, Drew decided he no longer wanted to live. It wasn't one specific thing that caused it. It was a compilation of a lot of unhealthy thought habits throughout my life. And I think, just like I said, a perfect storm of some things that I wasn't able to handle leading up to that, including baseball, calling off a wedding to an amazing girl, the pandemic shutting things down, being quarantined. I'm just letting you guys know, and, and and I'm not talking down to the supporters, the people that listen to the content that I'm putting out. But if you see one of your friends or loved ones struggling and they're not being open and honest of what's bothering them, like, I mean, don't don't press it. But you never, ever know that. I mean, that's why they call depression and suicide. The silent killer. I, I know that they say the heart attack is the silent killer, but no, depression is definitely the silent killer because you just don't know. A lot of these people mask it so well, especially men living in the South. They hide it. They don't want to show weakness. So you really, really do not know what's going on. And. How about you guys try just being a little more kind, a little bit more understanding of people's feelings, because you just might save a life. He pulled out a pistol, put it to his temple, and pulled the trigger. For 20 hours, he somehow survived, bleeding, drifting in and out, even showering and brushing his teeth. How crazy is that? Like, he either was in shock the whole time, or he is the most badass motherfuckers that I've ever seen in my life. And I don't know if you guys know this. I know they get into the report. He put the uh, gun to the right side of his temple and blew his right eye out of the socket in his head. Also, just to let you know, he is a left-handed hitter. And if you don't know much about baseball, you want your lead eye. It, it, it kind of has to be there because you're going to be able to see the ball better. Because, I mean, think about it. If you're a lefty and you blew out your uh, right side eyeball, uh, when you're in the left-handed side batter's box, your right eye is pointing to the pitcher. So 
The guy is already at a disadvantage. And I got to tell you, I hope, I swear to God, I will become the biggest fan of this ball player if he makes it back to the minor or the majors. Because he is already at a disadvantage, blowing his right eyeball out of his head, being a left-handed hitter. Because you definitely want that lead eye facing towards the pitcher. And then he had a realization. Something just hit me. I just, I wanted it. I wanted my life back. Robinson picked up the phone and called for help. One of the first conversations he can remember after waking up was with his beloved big brother, Chad. I just, because I'm repeating, I'm meant to be alive, Chad. I wasn't even listening. I was just telling him, I'm meant to be alive. I'm meant to be alive. And I just kept on getting more stern and stronger and, and uh, louder. I remember thinking, it didn't matter what was happening at that moment. I just know that I was going to make it, and I wanted to tell people myself. Hopefully, none of you ever have to experience a near-death experience, but it does change you. It really, really does. It gives you a new experience or a new perspective on life. It, it makes everything more, more better. It just makes things better. It. it Things taste better, things smell better, uh, affection it just feels better. It just makes everything feel better because you were that close to oblivion, to the darkness, the forever, ever dirt nap. So yes, it does make you appreciate life that much more. That I'm okay. Make no mistake, Drew regrets his decision. It cost him his eye. But it's helped him realize it's okay to not be okay. Everyone wants to get better and to feel better and get out of the darkness. If not a lot of people are able to do something, that's considered a skill set and a strength. So why isn't it considered a strength to talk about your feelings if it's something that not a lot of people are able to do? I just want people to know it's okay to talk about it and to reach out for help and to feel safe when they do so. Less than a year later, he has made a miraculous recovery, and he's back to playing baseball. All right, so just like the sound of the pitcher throwing straight gas to the catcher. I got to tell you, this guy that blew his uh, right eyeball out got all of that one. I mean, that that exit velocity must have been off the charts. That shit might have went up into the upper deck of the stadium because just listen to it. He hit this one right on the nail. Chasing his big league dreams with a new outlook on life. I feel so good physically, and I'm at an even better place mentally now. And I might have lost an eye, but not playing with this huge weight of negativity on my back every day has allowed me to play and practice the most free I've ever done in my life. I want to ride this momentum um, to try to spread my message even more. And it's not even my message. It's, this is way bigger than me. This is mental health. This is everybody. So this is the world. This is life. I'm serious. I want to talk to this guy. As soon as I found this new story yesterday, I emailed it to my producer, Vulture, immediately. I have to be able to talk to this guy. I really, really do. Because I am the biggest baseball fan in the world, and I've gone through something similar, and I just would love to chat with him because his story is absolutely fascinating. 
and I think he's going to be able to help out so many people. And Drew Robinson is totally serious about this major league comeback. He's been training every single day here in Las Vegas, and just recently he signed a minor league contract with the San Francisco Giants organization, so he'll have to start at the bottom and work his way back up, but he believes anything is possible with his new approach to mental health and his strong support system by his side. Off the Las Vegas Strip, Rossi Matei, 13 Action News. All right, guys, once again, I apologize uh, that this might have not have been the most entertaining show, but I always try to be real. I always try to be an open book to you guys. I want you guys to be able to trust me. I want you guys to know that I'm always going to be honest and open with you. So I appreciate every single one of you. Uh, make sure you go to my YouTube channel. I'm going to be doing a live stream tonight at 8. YouTube.com slash Tuttle. If you'd like to donate and help out the cause, you can easily do that by going to my PayPal account, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Make sure you go to Tuttle.net and write me in because there's a little banner there that will send you to the Orlando Weekly website. So you can write me in for the best podcast not on the radio. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I hope you guys stay safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by Starfire Transport, StitchYouUp.com, and PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show producer Vulture and co-host Sirach. Show voiceover service is brought to you by JCVoiceOver.com and The Little Cheese Show. Download and subscribe to The Little Cheese Show everywhere podcasts are found. If you want to help support the show, go to PayPal.me slash TuttleOnTheRadio. You have something you want to say? Tuttle at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044. To follow all Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.